Hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here with another edition of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. And I'm joined, as always, with meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing great. You know, walking outside here, temperatures in the 70s. It is Wednesday. We usually do these on Thursdays, but it is Wednesday. And a couple reasons why we wanted to do it today. Dave got some time off. Much off. deserved. But also, <laughs> that's, hey. That's the main reason. Main reason there. But also, <laughs> it's uh, full moon day. So we were going to talk a little bit about the, the full moon, the effects it has on tides as well. Because, of course, living on the Georgia and South Carolina coastline, that has a big impact on daily life. Yeah, we have uh, what we call a tidal system over here. So our rivers and our creeks are basically all tidal, meaning we'll have two high tides and two low tides uh, per day. And the moon can have a, a big influence on it. And especially when that moon gets to be in the cycle of a full moon or a new moon, that could have a, the greater impacts in our area. And we're coming up on what we call the full snow moon yeah that is today full snow moon so that's a nod from the native americans just referencing heavy snow usually falling here in february but when the moon is full like that that's when the earth faces the moon the gravitational pull is the highest so tides are you know they're kind of hard to conceptualize here but but in it, it's really just breaking it down to the bare bones of it when the moon is full its gravitational pull is higher. So Greater, it's pulling right. that, it's literally pulling the water towards the moon. And if you look at, at the globe itself, if you were to take the water on it, it actually would be more of an oval type shape. So it presses in the center. So if you would just want to visualize the poles, it's not exactly how it works, but then you would imagine it's actually kind of pulling towards the moon a little bit. And that would be the high tide where that would be. So it's kind of interesting to think about it in that regard. Thankfully, you know, this time of the year, not quite to the king tides. But if we had a day like this, then we would be worried about areas like Tybee Island where you have your typical flooding issues. Charleston floods a lot. They are so much more prone to it than we are for, for a multitude of reasons. But it's not just the full moon that I wanted to talk about in, you know, a way that something, an external force can affect the tides because something else we look at, and we talk about this a lot when hurricanes are coming in or tropical systems, is you want to look at the wind direction, mm -hmm. wind speed, and the timing of that high tide, are you going to have an additional factor as in a downpour in that area? Because an inch of rain, whenever you have a wind blowing on shore and a full moon, those are all things that are going to add to a tide being higher on that day. And any of these var variables could really kind of cancel out a high tide that we think is going to be there, maybe a higher than normal tide. Or it could bring it down a little bit. And you could actually get tides that are kind of blown out as well. Right. And that's when you see the marshes just completely like free from standing water. Yeah. And it, for us, it's more of, a, of an easterly component, east-northeasterly wind. That helps to keep the water in. So normally when you have the low tide, the water is rushing out and you're getting the lower water. Well, if you have an east-northeasterly wind, that's preventing that water from really rushing out. So it keeps the water level a little bit higher. Then when the tide comes in, your high tide, that's going to be higher than average, than higher than normal, I should say, uh, because of those east and northeasterly winds. So you get more water built up in there. And then if you have that persistent east to northeasterly wind, the stronger the wind, the higher the water levels can be. Added on top of that, you mentioned if we do have any rain out there, significant rainfall, that could make more water trying to build and, and, and flow into the water's runoff, into the water right. uh, streams and rivers and stuff like that, and can make the water level much higher. 
Yeah, you know, this is something that um, a lot of people will look at, of course. The Georgia coast, South Carolina coast, actually one of the hardest places to learn how to boat because we've got sandbars and we have huge tidal fluxes. Some days you can get a difference from high tide, low tide of six to eight feet. You know, that's a huge difference, especially sailing. I've been driving to Tybee, looking down the Bull River and seeing boats stuck in the marsh just right. because they've misjudged it. They didn't think they had enough time. And you can't think of it every day like, oh, high tide was at eight in the morning here today. I'm safe to go out. I can I can reach wherever I want to go. Well, usually a cycle of tides takes 24 hours in about 50 minutes. So it's never going to be the same every day. It's not a perfect 24 hours where you're going to have the same high tide same low tide. And and one of the reasons you see these docks so far out into our different rivers and creeks here as you approach Tybee Island, maybe notice that they're look for this next time when you're driving on 80 or, or whatever Islands Expressway, these little boardwalks to their docks go way out there because they have to get them to the center of the river or creek because that's where it's the deepest. That's where it allows you the most time to access your boat. You can't just leave it right up against the side of the river or creek because then you're never going to be able to get your boat in or out. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, our tides, the highest difference between the high and low is usually about six to eight feet. The highest here, just looking at this, in the world can be found in the Bay of Fundy over into Nova Scotia. Uh, and I believe, uh, is that over 40 feet? Or uh, is that the one in the highest in the United States is in Anchorage, Alaska, which is over 40 feet. But the one in, in Nova Scotia is even higher than that. And I think, let's see what separates that. I think that was over 40 feet, the wow. difference between the high and the low tides. And obviously, you know, it, it's such a big deal here because we're at sea level pretty much right along the coast. And a difference of a foot can mean if you can make it into your house or not, or if you can make it on a tybee. Now, GDOT did their multi-million dollar project to add asphalt to 80 from, you know, the Bull River Bridge to getting onto tybee. And I think one time since this project's been completed, they've had to close it. But Which is good. It's it's better. You know, they eventually be nice to have another bridge out there. But that takes a lot of time, money, effort. But I it's, think it's in the works. Yeah, you know, it's been talked about for a long time. And hopefully it doesn't take something big for, for us to actually get that. But it's part of living, you know, island life out there. You're limited in your, your road choices. But I really, I'm pretty sure it's just one time. And, and uh, that's it. So that's not bad. I mean, that's that's a pretty good success rate there with the highest tides we've had, where if they would not have done that plenty of times, plenty of times, yes, they, it would have been closed. And that's big for multiple reasons. And half of the bridge is controlled by Tybee PD, the Tybee side, but then the closure on the western side is actually from Chatham County Police, I'm pretty sure. So they have to work together, diff different jurisdictions. It's a process. I've been out there for it. But just think of the the issues that come with this. There's a high tide closes off 80 for a bit. Imagine if like there's a medical emergency, you know? So there's it, nothing you can do. Yeah. You just wait for it to go down and you usually it doesn't last too long. You know, it really does not last too long, but it, it's enough of like, if the timing was just right, it could end up being a bad thing. Yeah. And, and a lot of times you can kind of uh, expect what the tide's going to be, but you can never know exactly what that tide is going to be. So if you're looking at oh, just a little bit of water, I can drive through it. Well, if you get a little stronger surge and then we get much more water, you never want to drive through a road which is flooded and you do not know how deep that road is. Right. So you always adhere to the old adage, turn around and don't drown. That's why they close the roads. 
to make yeah, sure, keep you, know, you safe. Yeah, that's really what it's for. So hopefully, um, you know, we don't have any high, high tides in the forecast, but we are coming up on, on the spring tides and, and whatnot. And we'll keep you guys updated on that when we get closer to them. But um, this kind of goes back just a little bit. Last year, I was looking at uh, this day in weather history type stuff. Um, it's fun to reflect on on things that have already happened instead of looking forward, as we always do. But 18th and 19th of 2021, so just about a year ago, portions of Georgia got three to five inches of snow. Meanwhile, we are on the warm side of that, as we usually are. And uh, not too far from us in South Carolina, there was two to three inches of rain. So we are on the wet side of that. Savannah itself uh, just got over half an inch, so we were not in that flooding type area. But this goes with the, with the flooding part here, a good transition. In Walterboro on the 19th, four people actually had to be rescued. They were in three feet of water in an apartment complex. So that's kind of, you know, these kind of events can happen mm -hmm. any day of the year, whether it's a low pressure system in the Gulf, which that was, that brought in a lot of moisture. Our area, we were on the warm side of it, cold side of it got the moisture and they got snow. Yeah, if that us. conveyor belt is open, it could yeah. just throw in so much moisture prolonged and we can get tons of rain in this area. Yeah, and that's that's what we saw, not necessarily overhead here for the Savannah Metro, but any given day of the year, if you have this set up right, you can you can have flooding, you can have thunderstorms, you can have tornadoes. So that's why uh, you know keeps us uh, keeps us entertained here, for lack of a better word, it keeps us busy. Yeah, that's why we we try to keep you prepared. Last week was uh, Georgia Severe Weather Preparedness Week, and we give you all the uh, topics to think about before we get into. The more typical times we start to see that getting into late winter and early spring, we start to see more of the clashes of the warm and mm -hmm. cold air. And we're actually going to start to warm things up a little bit. It's been kind of chilly here the last several days. 29 yeah, on, on the 4th. Uh, it was, uh, and then we 29 had. 29 in Statesboro yesterday. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just cold. For, for where we're at. Yeah, with the, the average lows, what, somewhere in the low to mid 40s, somewhere in there. Yeah, and so. we are uh, just keeping that cold air. And I, I, I've been. Waiting for the warmer air to return. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the those 20s and 30s of here. I don't mind the 40s. Okay. And our normal low this time of the year right now, it's about 43, 44 degrees. Yeah, so that's fine. But you start getting low 30s. Okay. All right. Okay, are we, uh, Once or almost, twice is uh, fine. We're almost a meteorological spring here. Let's warm things up. Yeah. We're you getting know. close. Well, uh, you know, looking ahead to the weekend, it's going to be a little bit cooler than as we close out the work week. But, but seasonable. Seasonable. So do you have, do you have tennis this weekend? Uh, I, or you're going to be out of town, right? Well, yes. Or just busy. Uh, yes. I'm trying to think because I don't know if I'm playing because we, our tennis league here, we have, we play every week, but there's only two leagues or only two, uh, uh teams in the league this year. So we have a lot of people on each team. So mm -hmm. I don't get to play every single oh, week. Okay. So there is a, a match. I don't know if I'll be playing this week. I did play last week and, uh, we're three and this year. So wow. I'm, look at you. I'm three now. Dave Turley, three now. We it's, love it. It's it was it was fun, but it's uh, yeah. I feel like I'm getting too old. Oh, getting too we're, not, old. we're gonna get rid of that mentality. <laughs> so you know, decent weather for that if you get to play. And then next week, I mean, Cutter and I looking at the forecast this morning, we threw an eighty up there. Next I week. was th there was Tuesday, right? You thinking of that? Middle Maybe of the week. for a Tuesday, Wednesday. It's close. Yeah, I mean, time to change, but why not throw an eighty in there? Yeah, I mentioned that last night when I was looking. Um, some of the data was suggesting we're gonna have uh, some upper seventies. You never know. We could see maybe an 80 in there, and it's been a while since we had an 80-degree temperature. Let me look back in here see the last time we had. We had 79 on the 4th, February 4th. Did we have an 80? I think we did have an 80 in January. Uh, 83 on the 2nd and 82 on the 1st. That's a warm start of the year. Those are the that. last times we had 80 degrees. So it's well, been a while. 
you know, and that's only going to be a trend that goes up as we close out February and go into March. And that becomes a very busy time of the year for us, not just weather-wise, because we're getting closer to, you know, more consistent, organized, severe weather threats, but also St. Patrick's Day. And this actually, we love our coworkers. And I'm speaking for myself, not Dave. We don't get more questions anytime throughout the year than leading up to St. Patrick's Day when there's a parade or or the heritage. And they're kind of always back to back. Yeah. So St. Patrick's Day more more so. Yeah. And that's going to be like, ah, it's almost like, you know, it's two weeks out. And they're like, oh, is it going to rain during the parade? And we're like, oh, you tell me. I don't uh, know. G- yeah. give, me, give me four or five days out. And we'll be all right. Yeah, that's one of those uh, ones where you hope it doesn't. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, great weather for St. Patrick's Day since I've been here. This will be my 22nd one. Wow. Uh, and we've had cold, wet weather. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the parade always goes on. So this is the first year we've had it in two two years. I mean, so it's been I a while. Was, it's been since 2019 because 2020 was canceled. Yeah, so yeah, 2021. Didn't have, yeah, this would be the first it one. It has been a bit, and I'm going to be out there with the storm chaser walking extra at least. So if it's raining, you know, they're just going to point it out. They, that's, we're going to get blamed. You know, it's just how it is. But like, if we tell people it's going to rain, then we should just say, where's your umbrella? Where's yeah. your poncho? Where's your green poncho? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll worry about that as we get. No, closer. we're just we're, we're that getting... does does bring back bad bad uh, memories if you're trying to see that rain it, and stuff like that. Like Dave's looking like he's got some, uh, you know, looking back on some bad times right now. Uh, uh, we just well, want to make sure it doesn't rain. I know. We wish that we could control it, and if we could control the weather, our forecasts would never be wrong. So that is not the case. But you know, we had a, a good talk here today. Got into nitty-gritty with tides just a little bit. We've got, you know, another podcast coming up next week. We'll find something good to talk about with you guys. And, Dave, I hope you have a, a good couple of days off. Yeah, and uh, I'll be back here on a Tuesday. I'm off uh, Thursday, Friday, and again on Monday. So it uh, should be a good time. And, uh, again, you mentioned that we'll have another podcast coming up next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. <laughs>